Welcome to Cancelled. We are back. Who this show? We are watching. All right. So uh, this is episodes three and four of Profit. And uh, I got to say, I kind of like this fucking show. This show is getting really good. It's pretty good. <laughs> really, really, uh, really Carl good. Wilcoxon. Also, you might hear my whiny ass dog in the background. Sorry about that. He's being a dickhead today. Uh, yeah, I kind of like this show. Like, I, I felt after we recorded the last episode... Talking about it got me more into it. Yeah, and then now watching these next two, I I don't know. I, I mean, I was I was kind of half in, kind of half out. I was like, you know, they they had a lot of things of interest and they kept tying in the story, but man, there was some drama. Prophet was going in and doing uh, his schemes and his plans to the extreme, and it. I don't know. There is. Well, we'll get to it, but man, it is hard keeping up with all these damn characters. There's a lot of characters, <laughs> and they, so keep many introdu- <laughs> they keep introducing more people. There's so many people. It's ridiculous. Uh, first off, he even <coughs> says at one point, so many traps to set. I was like, yeah, we know, dude. That's <laughs> uh, I did have a problem. So it opens this episode. They go to uh, they go to Oklahoma. Yeah. The uh, CEO, well, not the CEO, but his boss and the head of security go to Oklahoma to get some information about him setting his dad on fire. And they go to uh, the sheriff. This annoyed me. The sheriff says, like, they have a picture of him. Like, can you identify this man as Jim Slominski or whatever the fuck his dumb name is? And the guy says, uh, well, he was 15 years old when I left or when he left town. So, I mean, I, there's something familiar in the eyes, but I can't play, like swear by it. Really? Like yeah, I feel like, like if I met a 50, <laughs> the fifteen year old kid who slept in a box and mur- and set his dad on fire, I'd recognize him. I think. You know, he just didn't want to. He just wouldn't put his career on the line. You know, some random people out of nowhere just popped up and are just like, "Hey, do you know this kid? Do you know this guy?" Also, yeah, we neither of them. Are, some- neither of them are police officers. No. He's giving them records and shit. He's like, "Oh yeah, we got pictures." The weirdest shit was the guy goes, <laughs> the, uh, the boss guy goes. Do you have a picture of that box? Very fucking focused <laughs> on the box, which I can't... Like, yes, there is a little reveal on the box in this episode. We see that Grayson and Grayson is written on the box, which is the company that he's working for. But why should he care about the box, you know? He's, why should this boss I, guy? I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, I want to see what the world looked like through his eye when he first saw the world. I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And also, like, okay... Let's say, like, oh, you figured out his motivation because somehow sleeping in this box with Grayson and Grayson on it has made him obsessed with Grayson and Grayson. How does that help you at all? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you've just, okay, you, who cares? Uh, but yeah, he's very compelled by the box. Like, he, it's like the box he thinks is like the key to this whole case. It's definitely not. Meanwhile, Jim Prophet's setting his first trap, okay? He's like, they go into Tulsa. I know these two have had an affair. Yeah. I'm about to set some shit up and ruin, ruin. The- Prophet thrives off of all bad relationships. <laughs> all right? this whole show, like, if he finds out that you're unhappy with your partner, it's like I'm gonna find a way to oh, destroy. To use that, and also like every if you had a decent relationship, none of this shit would work. His tricks yeah. wouldn't work, you know? Because like, so yeah, he. Uh, they go to Tulsa, but the the boss guy tells uh, his wife that he was in Denver because he doesn't want the wife to know that he's with this with the head of security lady who yeah. he's fucking. But also, if you had just been up front and been like, hey, we're investigating this dude. You know I'm investigating this guy. We have to go to Tulsa as part of this investigation. Then when he calls up and pretends to be the from the bank and be like, I see some purchases were made in Tulsa, the wife wouldn't be, have a moment to be like, oh, he wasn't in Tulsa. That wouldn't happen. Also, his voice... 
Yeah, Emma from the bank. <laughs> How the fuck is the guy who's obsessed with Jim Profit and does not know that that's him on the other, or at least is somebody doing a bit? Like, to be fair, he probably was panicking when, like, you know, I picked up the phone was like, uh, uh, Tulsa. No, my husband was not in. He probably was freaking out, like, oh shit. Like, yeah, yeah. but also funny. not enough to lie to the bank. He went to the. Uh, he picked up the phone from them and he's like, oh yeah, I was definitely in Tulsa. Okay, th- th- there's one thing that does bother me about this show sometimes. It's like there is no frame of time in this show. So like one time they're just in Tulsa and then he just walks through the door of his wife's home. It's like I'm back home. I don't know if it's that day. Yeah. I also don't know where this show takes place. No. I don't know what's happening. It's like this is it somewhere between Tulsa and Denver so it's believable that like oh like they're back in the same It's gotta time. be right? It's right? gotta be but I don't they is it maybe like Chicago? I don't know. They have not, no but they're on the water because they keep going by boats and shit. Yeah, yeah I do not know. Because the same thing happens later in this scene when uh, uh, Mr. Walters, he finds... He, 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 Jack Walters? J- Jack Walters. Yeah, he yeah. gets the files. Uh, he goes home and he finds out, like, I got the files, the things that I need that I'm going to finally get profit, right? Yeah. And he's going through, he's getting these files, and then he realizes something about Hong Kong, and then later, the security lady is just in Hong Kong. <laughs> I well, like, I don't know, I don't know that that was supposed to be Hong Kong. Because, yeah, she's talking to those people at the business, but he even, when that guy, in another fucking wild bullshit moment. So, uh... That guy, Prophet pretends to be that guy's boss, right? Yeah. And that guy says, if you ever come to America, I hope I can meet you. So I think they were in the States. Okay. But he pretends to be that guy's boss by speaking Chinese as if this dude wouldn't be able to tell a white dude speaking Chinese on the other line of the fucking phone. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. Like, he's not going to know a native speaker. And, 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 and the way he got him in was saying pretty much in Chinese, there's many opportunities in America. It's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. That's... Also, the opening theme felt weird this week. <laughs> I know we're jumping around a lot, but yeah. the previous week didn't really have the full-on like credit sequence. No. So now the credit sequence is like bird noises and weird music and shit, and like a shadow of a fish. It's very like a. It, it's, it's very weird. strange. And it's when we first see a black guy, and no, and we don't know where this black guy. Comes but he's from. got a name in the credits, so <laughs> yeah. he's got to show up. So it's like, right? all right, so we got to look forward to. Who I saw that. Is. I said, oh shit, who's this black guy in the credits? It's literally like my fifth note. Like I swear <laughs> to God. Okay, okay. So, Trim Profit's working. He's getting ready to set up and and ruin a marriage, and he does with the, with the fake credit card scam. He gets things. He gets tension going. He gets tension going there. Also. Pete's wife, the one he was uh, pretend he was almost having an affair with last week, shows up at the office and is just like, "We fucking or what?" It's essentially yeah. the tone of that conversation, right? He even says to her at one point, like, "She's like, why do I feel so bad? We didn't actually sleep with each other or whatever." And he's like, "You could help us both by doing the right thing." And she says, "I wouldn't count on me for that kind of help." And like kisses him and walks away. Yeah. But what's also cool is doesn't really come back. This show is kind of, like, normally I would, in the shows I do, when they set something like that up and it doesn't come back, it's because it's poorly written shit, right? Yeah. Uh, in this one, it's kind of more like uh, they're setting little strings that you kind of have faith they're going to come back. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know that they, she's not giving up on this at all. Yeah, they're just keeping her in the conversation, which I like. Also, this cup. So, here's the setup. Let's get a little bit more of the overall setup of the episode. Jim knows that Jack, the his boss, and I think it's Helen, the uh, head of security lady, are gunning for it. Yeah. So, he's got to take uh, Jack out first. So, in order to do th- so, he starts leaving little bits of proof that Jack thinks 
point at profit. Yeah. But are really going to end up pointing at Jack, right? Pretty much. He leaves the he leaves the document saying that he was at Hong Kong to sell a poison and that <laughs> selling poison. Here's what's wild. So this company makes was making a cancer drug and the guy's like it worked great on tumors but it gave every rat a massive heart attack. Two drops is enough to give you a massive heart attack and it's undetectable. Any terrorist organization in the world would want this, right? So when they find out that this is a horrible poison, what does this company do? They just keep making it. Is it is like, you know what? We account all of it. There's we gov- have it. It's so weird. There's like, you're like, you know, government research. You mean like genocide? I don't understand. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. that Also, that business appears to just be like working the docks and making poison. I don't yeah, know what that company what does <laughs> outside of make poison. Um, so, yeah, he's going to set up. The whole episode is basically him trying to set up Jack while they think they're getting him, right? Mm-hmm. They think they're tightening the noose, but really everything's going to end up pointing back at Jack. What I don't understand, and there's a lot of them understand. Well, that's not true. It's I, I get most of it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it gets it moves. Yeah, yeah. Why is Gail suddenly just a hundred percent down with profit? Like, there's no, he doesn't have to coerce her anymore. There's nothing. He, she's just, like, doing little act-outs with him and shit. We're, like, pretending to cancel meetings so other people can hear the conversation. It's just weird to me. Gail loves her mom, okay? Gail loves the mom, and she's willing to, to she probably got a little raise out of their, her new position. I, yeah. I don't really know what Gail's motive is. but I, It's almost I'm, like they wrote Gail... Because they n- couldn't explain certain scenarios and yeah. they needed Jack to have a partner. But it also doesn't make sense for Jack to have a partner because he's a fucking psychopath that exactly. only cares about himself. So they've kind of written Gail as a person who can be like on the other end of the phone mm. when he needs a fake phone call or can be like, oh, I canceled that meeting. I'm sorry or whatever, you know. I'm not mad at it because, you know, everybody everybody has such side stories and things to remember about them yeah. and, and i'm gail we can keep gail it's, off to the side it's <laughs> right nice. now yeah it's, like, it's kind of right. nice she doesn't we don't have to like kind of keep track of her so much no so uh they they get they get the poison and then he's like uh prophet has some of the poison uh on him because uh, he just does. Prophet, well, <laughs> he, <laughs> he just, just does. does. Also, he, just does. he did steal the poison. Yes. The whole setup <laughs> is like he's making it them think he stole the poison but he actually did steal the poison. Uh, but what he didn't do is use the poison. So, man, this show's fucking layered. Yeah. So the guy that died in the beginning of the episode, the very first episode, died of a heart attack yeah. for real. But he's going to use this poison to make it look like he was murdered. See, I actually thought they were going to say that he actually profit killed Murdered him, him yeah. yeah. But I was like, no, he they actually died of natural causes. Yeah, he but- just loved his job too much, they said. <laughs> he had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, the other thing we're forgetting is... Uh, Prophet is starting to fuck with Parsons' wife, too, or yeah. Jack, whatever the fuck his last name is. Jack Walters. Walters, yes, Walters. Walters the boss's wife, yeah. or his boss's wife, by, like, somehow knowing what art she was into. Mm. So that he, I don't know how he found that out at So all. for some reason, she's coming in to help decorate the office, because that's how white rich people work or whatever. They got to give their wife something to do. It's a job. But also, all she's doing is taking paintings from her house and putting them up in the office. I don't know if you caught that, but it's not like she's out going to like, galleries and finding stuff. She's just like taking something off her own wall and having it put in the office. It's weird. Look, man, welcome to corporate America, all right? It's a bunch of faulty relationships. You got to do things to keep your spouse busy, okay? Particularly when they're an alcoholic. Yeah. Speaking of which, so she's at AA. Mm-hmm. So Prophet first gets like shows up and goes, 
oh, I, I have ideas for the office too. What about this art? And she's like, that's exactly the art I was going to bring. So he's like kind of getting laying the groundwork. Then she, he shows up at her AA meeting, says he's mm. 16 days sober and like – why I'm does, an orphan. Why, or all this sad yeah. shit, right? And why – then he pulls her aside afterwards. We're walk, talking and he asks like why does your husband seem to have it out for me? We used to get along so well. And she's like it's not him. It's that Helen, the head of security because they had an affair. They were sleeping together when I broke up with him when I was in the like, bottom of my drinking phase. Mm-hmm. And now she's poisoning him against you. He comes home and says, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Meanwhile, he's planted the poison behind the painting. This show is so good. This show is so good. This uh, show is good. I, I will say, though, man, I've been trying to keep a list of all the, the skills and jobs that Prophet has. Okay? <laughs> he's all of them. And, and I, it's easier just to make a list of things that he that I don't think he has. I don't know if he's like a Somalia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hasn't know. shown up, but I would not be shocked <laughs> I would if be he shocked. has some wild wine knowledge. I, I don't know, because like, he's, got, he's got art knowledge. He's got, he knows how to break down a car. He knows. He knows how to get poisoned. He knows how to work in labs. He yeah, knows like, yeah. he, he knows coroners. I don't know what this guy does, <laughs> does not know how to do. Everybody. I'm like, what the hell? So he makes so he hide, gets the poison, he hides it in the white in, in Walter's house. Then when the wife turns her back to bend over to pick something up, he looks at her ass. Yeah. Like, uh, looks at her ass and then at the husband, like mm, 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 look at that ass to get the husband to punch him so that the husband will look crazy. It's so good. It's so good. So so you know, Prophet he he leaves. <laughs> There's a course. line there though where Walters goes, You're not an alcoholic. You'd have to be human first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're a terrible actor. You're a terrible Walters. actor, man. This whole time you're a terrible Such actor. A bad actor but so then so he's also making the payments he's giving money to some shady offshore banker mm-hmm. um we also find out that jack walters is in debt because his wife has all the money and he doesn't want people to think that he married her for his money so he's taking out all these loans now he owes all this money yeah so it's perfect setup. Okay. Also, apparently, at some point, Jim Prophet sold a bunch of poison to this fucking <laughs> some Middle Eastern terrorists. How did he? I mean, that explains how he paid for the the two hundred thousand uh, dollars apartment in cash in the first. first <laughs> I get all stuff. that. He's also making wop. We get into the next episode. He's got payments going all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But also, how does he know fucking Middle Eastern terrorists? What is his backstory? Jim Prophet knows all. He went from a a, a box <laughs> in Oklahoma <laughs> to Middle Eastern arms dealer. And there's no there's no train to get me from point A to point B. Apparently, also knows Chinese because he went to he did high, uh, school in Hong Kong for a year or something. Look, man, Jim Prophet, man, he's 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 been on a mission for a long time. Apparently, apparently. the uh, the guy who's making the the he's making the payments to at one point the head of security goes to him to be like, I know you're doing something shady with Jim Prophet or whatever. I want your. He's, she's like, I want your files, and he's like, Why would I do that? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, oh, because I'll, you know, I'll get you arrested. I know you're doing shady shit or whatever, and you sold this poison to uh, these terrorists. And he goes off on this extended metaphor about how he works for the Yakuza, yeah. and he went out with them for dinner one time, and they offered me this the first bite of blowfish, which is the, like the you know if it's not cleaned right, it'll kill you. And you know what I did? He's like, I ate the blowfish, and then the it elevator door closed on him. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Or, I don't understand what this metaphor means. Like he basically admitted to being shady in front of us, the the person investigating him, and he's just like drops the mic. But like, it's not really. I don't know, man. It's supposed guy, to be like he doesn't scare easy. I guess I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. It did not make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> well, you know this this this. So, but but 
all of it all of it's leading to to mr mr walter's uh demise right right like, like he's got the files he thinks he's they're, they're calling up like the fbi they call they go to the world's drunkest cop by the way <laughs> yeah. they go to this detective that the head of security lady knows and the first thing he does is pull out a bottle of scotch at his desk while with looking at mul- files. multiple rocks glasses he's offered them drinks he has a whole whip bar set up you can't look i know there's like like the hard drinking detective is a trope yeah. but he, even he has to like keep the booze on the low right he's got to have it in the desk pour a bu- pour some in his coffee and then people go like smell like smell like a bar or whatever but like he's not just fucking <laughs> he's just like do you want some shaking a cocktail shaker at his desk and shit it's a wild it's hilarious and even that guy's a piece of shit too because at one point he says like uh you know, I, I think you're right. I think this guy does, but we don't have enough evidence, essentially. And he goes, hopefully this guy will kill somebody else and then save us the leg. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right. Well, a terrible well, cop. Yeah, we're going to wait for other people to die. All right. So, you know, that's that's Jim Prophet knows all of this, apparently. He knows that they're going to go see an FBI guy. I don't know how he really knows this, but he knows because he always Well, knows. he puts the poison behind the painting in the house that the wife is going to take to the office, knowing mm. that when she moves it, the poison will fall. Mm. She finds the poison, but she had seen him previously fucking with that painting. The night yeah. before when he was at the house, he like moves the painting aside to hide it, and he's like, oh, what is this frame? Is it teak or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she calls the cops in that moment because it kind of makes a weird jump. Yeah. But the next thing we <laughs> see is them, the cops all show up and they're like, Jack Walters, you're under arrest for the murder of so-and-so. Because he has, and these are all the things he's done to accomplish his frame-up. Yeah. He has hired a prostitute to distract the coroner at the office so that he can go in there and... Uh, since Jack Walters has somehow managed to have the dead guy from the first episode's body exhumed? Yeah. How exactly do they have the authority for that? The police are not involved in this this, uh, investigation. You know, sometimes when people die in corporate America, okay, you don't. That's get true. The, it's a dangerous them, place, but yeah. I don't know how they get the. Do you have to sign a contract that says, "Oh, you can also give me an autopsy if I die" or whatever? I, I don't know. I I don't know, but so they get the body. He plants the poison in the body. Yep. He then also has made it look like all these offshore payments to this banker are money that Jack Walters is making by selling this poison mm-hmm. that he stole. There was an audit that G&G did at this uh, place that makes the poison, Poison Factory, and he stole poison while he's there, and uh, Prophet has signed his signature on it yep. so that he knows it's, like that's what it looks like. So everything points to him. Everything. Every single thing points to, to Jack Walters, and he's going <laughs> to jail publicly in front of all the office. Whole office they take him in. And he doesn't have... Spoiler alert! At the end of this episode, he's just in jail. He has yeah. to plead guilty to murder. He's going or to like second degree murder, so he doesn't put the in a weird line here that I didn't buy. The uh, so the wife goes to see him in prison, and she's like, "I'm so sorry, I fell right for Prophet's trap. I should have trusted you." Blah blah blah. Uh, security lady shows up and says, "Like, I've got news about the money. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she yeah, says." Uh, and she's like, you know, uh, made it look like you stole all this money. And he's like, why? You know, just the vice like, why would you do that? It's not like we're in debt. And he's like, well, actually, I'm in well, a fair we're, amount. We're in a, we're in a lot of debt. Uh, so she tells him, the security lady tells him to plead guilty because it'll uh, take a lesser charge and it'll get the uh, death penalty off the table and will buy us time to figure out how to get you out of here. But she says to this, she says to him, like, he's like, why would I plead guilty? Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm innocent. 
And she's like, yes, but I also know that politics comes before justice. This is an election year. You're rich. You're white collar. The DA will put you in his commercials. Yeah, that, what? That's, 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 not, that's not how capital punishment works. It's also much. not how politics work. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the Willie Horton ad. They put scary yeah. black dudes in those commercials. And <laughs> that's how those politicians make money, like get votes. They those, don't go come after the rich white guys. Yeah, for all those who don't know, capital punishment only affects those with no capital, all right? Yeah. This is this is, not, this, is not, this is not Mr. Walters, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have fought it, but they were like, all right, let's just go with it. Also, they had a line where he's like, this will bring us closer. No, 20 years in prison is not going to bring anybody you closer. To nobody. But, <laughs> Except maybe your cellmate. I do, I do, this is where I do become a fan of Mrs. Walters, though. Because mm-hmm. she, ride becomes, or die. she becomes the real ride or die. She's like, you know what? I know Jim Prophet does this, and I'm going to go see Jim Prophet. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. Yeah, she, she shows up at his house with a pistol. With a pistol. <laughs> Ready to shoot, but she's too afraid to shoot Jim Prophet. She's but. too afraid, and he also he has a conversation. Like one, she's like, "There's two reasons why you shouldn't shoot me. One, because I'm innocent." And she's like, "Well, that's a lie." So I don't, hear, I, don't hear, I don't need to hear the second thing. And he's like, "Well, what about your kids?" Because they introduced the fact. By the way, we have not seen these kids. We don't even see the picture he looks at of the kids. But at one point, he puts like a picture. He's like, "Oh, where are your kids?" And they go boarding school. That's it. There's apparently children in boarding school that we haven't met. Yeah. But when they said that, I was like, "Ooh, Jim Prophet's gonna fuck one of them kids." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Put him in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just ship him. Uh, so she shoots his big ass fish tank uh, as like a like a scare moment or whatever. Uh, but then, so he pleads guilty. He's in jail. Fucking uh, the wife shoots the fish tank. Uh, at one point, she's uh, there's a moment where we got like a, this, all those fucking voiceovers, right? <laughs> yeah. And he says, um, "The uh, proof can be a pretty bitter pill to swallow." I guess that's why we sugarcoat it. And I was like, oh, I don't, "Okay." Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, a lot. And that's, that's a Gail just walks in and says, "Like, uh, so um, I'm not in trouble, am I?" And she, he's like, "No, I don't have any. That's not you know what we're doing." And he's like, "She says, well." Mr. Walters really did try to frame you for all this stuff, right? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, well, I guess he deserves what he gets then. And that's all of the explanation for why Gail is a lot, that she's just lying to herself, I guess. So so at this point in in Prophet's career, I mean, yes, Jim Walters died and in prison, but they're still trying to fight it. But they gain an extra enemy against Jim Prophet, which is the wife, which she goes away. But I'm hoping she comes back. I'm assuming she's going to come back because they're starting to stack the deck. When we get into the next episode, Mm -hmm. they're starting to stack the deck against Jim and bringing in all these people he's starting to piss off more and more and that's when it gets good yeah 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 exactly <laughs> and then all, it cuts back though at the end and he's you know in his bed in his little magic room with his magic computer uh <laughs> and uh he it's by the way a touch screen which that fucking crt ass monitor he had is not a touch screen uh but the fish tank is fixed somehow already. Yeah, he's got that kind of money it's still floating There's around fish swimming around the shit uh and he says some goofy ass line and he crawls into his box at the end and i legit love the box i think it's actually a very effective way to remind you he's actually fucking crazy yeah because like otherwise he's just like kind of a manipulative like asshole but once you see him crawl naked into that box you're like oh no i forgot this guy's fucked up nuts yeah 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 nuts uh which brings us to episode four which i just finished a few minutes before you got here and man kind of great it was a really good episode um i don't what i like about this episode is you know talk like they're the last episode was jim prophet showing how a like 
two steps ahead of the game he is on everybody else, mm-hmm. right? And this episode is him being 100% backed into a corner. Yep. Other people clearly have the fucking leg up on him, and he's trying to figure out how to deal with it. That I find, like, you can't have him always win. Exactly. So, yeah, it's good. And it, it's, a, it's a really good defeat. I mean, you don't get to the, the very end until you realize, like, oh, he's, like, fully defeated. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. This happened, so. Uh-huh. So his mom shows back up. The stepmom. Bobby. Bobby. But it's funny because they make a point early of saying stepmom, but then he just calls her mom all the time, particularly in like sexual fucking situations. At one point he's like, there's nothing quite like a caring mother. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) Uh, But you know, incest, incest. So she shows up with this tape recorder and she Mm. has the recording of when he threatened her about the murder of the dad saying like, you don't want to do anything because they'll find this uh, needle with your fingerprints on it and blah, 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 blah. Which at the time, I remember watching that episode being like, well, why didn't she just tape any of this? She just did it. She and did. She's like, she comes in, she's like, in all that hubbub, I forgot about my little recording. And what she says, she's like, I carry it all the time. Voice activated. I like to record what happens to me in bed. That is a horrible way to phrase that sentence. Uh, wait, look. There's no need to kink shame, all right? If she likes to listen to, you know, recording playback. I hear you, and I'm fine with that. It's weird. It but, uh, weird. like, audio porn is weird. What, 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 is, what is worse? The, the, the framing of killing your dad that abused you through your childhood mm. or the recording that you hear in court of you fucking your mom yeah <laughs> which one which one's gonna be more astonishing more damning in court <laughs> yeah 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 it's particularly like, oh. when like later when he goes back to fuck her at the end and he ends up not fucking her but she go he goes like she's it's always she shows up and she's like what do you want he's like you and she goes well it's a little early but all right she has drank half of a handle of vodka already it's on the side bed she's just bored and she's like little early you're drunk and she's like she calls to him from the bathroom he's in the bathroom and she's like i've got the tape recorder all set up Ugh, don't talk about that so so Bobby's whole motive is she's not she's not just going to let Jim profit, you know, become this new person and leave her behind in this new life. So she comes back with her same basic demands. I want a new place to live and and I well, need And she's money. like I want I need money and I want you to hook me up with your rich friends so I can find a new husband because <laughs> you murdered my last one, she says. Well, yeah. But she so he he pretends that she is a uh, interior designer, which is as like a front to get her into the building to like mm-hmm. sh- introduce people. Yeah, you know, she introduces him to Pete. Pete, by the way, Pete. Oh shit! There's a moment in this. I think it's this episode where the boss is talking. No, it's in the last episode. I'm yeah. sorry. It's after the uh, uh, Walters goes to jail for murder, and uh, they're like, "Why? Who knew he was uh, so much in debt?" And Pete says, oh, we all knew he spent every dime trying to pretend he was as good as us. Oh, the boss. And the fucking boss is like, yeah, we all know you're impotent, but we try not to bring it up in public. Boom. Holy. <laughs> wow. Oh. And Pete just has to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, that is embarrassing, That is Pete. very embarrassing for Pete. Yeah. My particularly dude. when we know your wife's trying to fuck Jim Brovett. Man. So, so, so <laughs> this this episode, I think. So this episode, after we get done with Bobby, it's a uh, it's the, a matter of uh, the biggest part of this episode is the introduction of a new character yes. by the name of Sykes. His last name is Sykes. The black he guy. He is a black guy, which is I was very happy to see. Who's going on? I've been I was looking at his, his real name is Sherman Augustus. Hell yeah! And uh, he's had a, like a solid working career. There's nothing like. Oh, he's, you know, killing it, killing it here. But, like, he's in an episode of Westworld. He's okay. in an episode of, uh, he's in, like, 
five or or 17 episodes of Into the Badlands, whatever that is. He's on a Dexter. He's on an NCIS. He's on a CSI. He's on a Mentalist. He's a working-ass actor, so good for him. (laughs) Uh, More so than I can say for, like, Jack Walters, whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, whatever the fuck that dude is. Um, So he has shown up because the head of of legal at uh, G&G... Grayson and Grayson comes into the CEO and dema- basically demands he hires him. Yeah. And he's like, he's got this squeaky clean image. We can use that right now since fucking uh, uh, our other CEO just went down for murder. Yep. And uh, the boss, the CEO, CEO doesn't want to hire him because as a, an attorney, he filed a class action lawsuit against G&G and won. And won a lot of money. Won a lot of money, right? So he, so that's going on there. Also, the the guy who pressures into hiring a black guy mm-hmm. comes to them and says we should we should acquire this company waste not garbage management or whatever yep uh but it's run by a man named Karpoff who is mobbed up he kills people he kills a lot of he kills people distinctly kills people. at one point he even says he just says it he yeah. goes like so uh prophet goes to him and's like look we both know you're dirty you're laundering your drug money through this business let me in. I've beat the IRS seven times. I can clean your books so that they're perfect, and then you'll get a two million, two and a half million dollar payout for the acquisition. Uh, he's like, I want three or whatever, and then he goes, If anything goes wrong, I don't go get a lawyer. I kill you. <laughs> I love this. I kill you. He just I, says I, it. I, Normally, I, there's like you sleep with the fishes. Uh, people, you know, people, it's not just accidents yeah. happen. But he's like, No, I I kill you. I kill you. So so this guy. Uh, so Jim Profit is uh is is just going through with the deals. I think this is where he's kind of trying to breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. He's trying to get some space. He thinks yeah. he's like taking care of Walters, mm-hmm. so he thinks he's good like he's going to have that he's like on his way. But this 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 Sykes guy, oh, he's got his own agenda. <laughs> he's got his own agenda and he is Well, also it's interesting when we meet Sykes, he's not necessarily squeaky squeaky clean no. right so they go to some fashion show right they're at yeah. the fashion show and then all of a sudden all these people look down and there's roaches in their food there's big ass mm-hmm. roaches in all the food they freak out they're knocking over tables and he stands up and he's like you're gonna feed this garbage to, to these fine people that's only good for the sweatshop workers that make these clothes and he goes <laughs> off on some fucking rant about <laughs> the uh, the clothing line that this that yeah. they're at the fashion place for but we the his girlfriend shows up and he's like she's like where'd you where'd you get those bugs and he's like I can't tell you that or whatever and so he, he's also not like the clean he's no like, not at all yeah <laughs> he's but, doing stunts to go and get his point across but you know what fine profit shows up offers him a job tells him you know, I've been trying to find you for three days you haven't returned my calls uh, says like if you really want to fight the evil in the world come join my team or whatever and when he leaves she's like okay so you tricked them into offering you a job. Uh, now what or whatever? So we find out. Oh, this was all some sort of setup. She says that that this could get you killed. killed. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where you're just like, what? How, yeah, how is working yeah, yeah. for G and G going to get you killed? How does, she, how does she know about killing some stuff? And G and G specifically. Yeah, I'm just but like, what? Well, it's not G and G. It's Karpov from the mm. fucking mobbed up uh, garbage place. Yeah. But also not a good Italian. He's clearly. I thought when they said he was going to be like Russian mob, I thought he's going to be Russian. But mob. they're clearly making him an Italian mob guy. The way he talks and everything. But also he's not. Uh, Karpov's not an Italian name. He's just a, a, a yeah a, a mob man, I guess. But there, I don't know. What we find out is that 
Car he either worked under worked for Karpov. His best friend definitely worked for Karpov in some fashion. Yeah. But like a legal way. And when yeah. he found out some shit he wasn't supposed to find out, Karpov killed him. Killed him, so that gives the motive for Sykes. And like- Sykes is just trying to take down Karpov for revenge for his friend. Yep. Uh <laughs> Karpov says at one point, I fed that guy to the rats by hand. And I was like, like geez. rats? How many rats? Like, normally you feed somebody to a pigs or dogs or something. That's a lot of rats. That's a lot of handfuls. Like, like, yeah. That's a lot of, like, a whole person? Like, each one? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's also what happens in this episode a lot. I think this show is very is actually well written. Like mm-hmm. I, I think they do a very good job of layering the story. The characters, for the most part, are very well fleshed out. But then it's like... They said we need a like a computer technology consultant. Is anybody's grandfather available? Yeah. Because they use the dumbest lingo at one. So at one point, so so uh, Prophet is at Karpov's and mm-hmm. he's cleaning the books, right? And he's got Karpov's attorney with him. Yep. They get a call from the head of legal G and G that says, "Hey, there's some new spreadsheet program. I just got the discs." Uh, but we find out that the black guy Sykes is on the other is in that room as well, giving him instructions on how like to get him over there. So he's like, uh, he goes, oh well, Prophet says, oh, I'll be back in the office later and come pick up the discs. And he goes, no, I'll just modem them to you. What's your what's your modem number? I laughed so hard. No. And then they put the disc in like three and a half floppy. They put it up on the screen and it says modeming. I laughed so hard. This, this is... And that happens, like, repeatedly in this episode. At one yeah. point, he tell So, uh, the thing he's uploading is a virus so that he can... So that Sykes can steal all the files and have records of all his, all his wrongdoings to give to the FBI. Uh, when that happens... <laughs> The uh, nerdy attorney, a nerdy, a nerdy accountant for the mob guy is at the office and he sees, because of course it doesn't just take it, it has to come up on the screen and say like, like hey, stealing files, yeah. 40% or whatever. <laughs> Yo. Uh, he goes, oh no, they're draining the files. Whose grandfather wrote this? Mob boss man's uh, visibly upset, of course. Yeah. And Jim Prophet just shows up and knows, like, oh, man, they're still in the files. Yeah, I don't know how he knows that. <laughs> he's, but he's, like, coming up. He's like, I wouldn't have came back if I actually did this to set you up. Right. But, you know. But, yes, you would, because that's the first thing you did in the first episode of the show is kill someone and then confess to the exact thing. But, you know, this, this Jim Prophet, man, he's, he's, he's trying to make it work. Uh, obviously, he's dealing with the mob man. So the mob man's like, you got, like, 12 hours before I kill you. Yeah, well, he the mob man says he calls his lawyer in D.C. who's connected and he's got friends at the FBI who tells him that there's an FBI agent coming here in 12 hours to arrest me. Yep. Uh, and he, So what we find out is that uh, Sykes' girlfriend is uh, like a fashion designer but yep. also had a couple drug busts in her past. Yep. He calls Sykes up and tells him like, you have to uh, like like I, I it seems like some of my files have gone missing. He's like trying to be vague about it, but like it would be a shame if anything happened to your girlfriend, right? Mm. Uh, if you don't do if you don't do if you do anything besides just give me back my property, your girlfriend Lucinda, by the way, is her name. Lucinda's life is over, right? He goes to threaten Sykes and tells him, "Look, uh, basically says like you know uh, 
I know she has these drug busts. It would be a shame if she had another one. It's three strikes law. Uh, weird if they found some cocaine in that bureau by the side of the bed, you know, the wooden one, whatever, which he had read about in a magazine article but made yeah. it think like he was in his office or what, in, yeah. in her house. So you're like, oh, shit, Prophet's pulling a classic Prophet. Uh, Prophet's doing his thing. Prophet's doing his thing. Now, see, this is where it, the, the, uh, now I'm making the connection. Prophet knows people in the Middle East that sell poison, but he doesn't know common drug dealers. He has to go steal, he has to go the steal. drugs he from has- his stepmom. <laughs> So he gets some baby laxatives and some baby aspirin delivered. And I was like, ooh, what is he going to use? Is it going to be poison for the mom? Because we know the mom's a junkie. Yeah. Or is he going to use it as framing up the the girlfriend, Lucinda? But that wouldn't work because like, yeah. that's not real drugs. They would test it or whatever. But we, the, he goes to fuck the mom at night, goes into the bathroom where she likes to keep her drugs in case she has to shoot up, shoot up when there's company. <laughs> finds, his, finds her drugs, swaps it out. Uh, has is about to go fuck his mom, but has set up a call with Gail to pretend like some crazy shit's going on, and he has to leave. He goes like, "You're not going to believe this. A twenty million dollar deal is about to fall through." And she's like, "But I need my dick." And he <laughs> says, uh, "He's like, this is an easy choice. It's uh, either money or sex." He's like, uh, "Sweets like this don't come cheap. What uh, you know? It's your choice or whatever." And Bobby's just like, "Go get that money. Go get the, se- secure the bag. Go uh-huh. get the money." But what's awesome is, so he goes to fucking, uh, so black guy Sykes gives him the disc back, says you win this time, whatever, you stay away from my girlfriend, whatever. He goes and gives the fucking disc back to uh, Mob Dude, Mob Dude Karpoff, yep. and the second he does, boom, they mm. kick in the fucking door, FBI's there, uh, and fucking Sykes is like, I told you I'd have the disc in his hand, we yep. do miss that conversation prior, he did like, I'll make sure he has it on him. But he, he got the mob, uh, Sykes... Used Jim Prophet to get the mob dude. He has them with the dirty files and the clean files in his hand. Right. Right? With with the crime there uh, coming in. And, like, FBI catches them all, gets them whatever, tax evasion probably. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because they can't get him for murder. And he yeah. tells them, like, you may not know me, but you know my friend Reed or whatever. And it's like... Uh, so why don't you think is the next 25 years is a present from him, he says to the mob guys, <laughs> taken away. Uh, so what we find out is Sykes has been two steps ahead of Prophet the entire time. Every move Prophet thought he was doing, he had thought of, and was all set up to get to this point where Prophet would hand the disc to the guy and fucking have him set up. It's perfect. It's so perfect. But, of course, nobody can be happy in a relationship in this thing. And, of course, my man Sykes... Uh, his his his, uh, his significant other Lucinda was not happy that she was used as like bait or a ploy to go and get over it, and it could have went wrong at any point. Yeah, because he allowed should. him to put fucking uh, what he thought were drugs, but were really just fake drugs, mm-hmm. in her purse. Yep. Uh, also, Lucinda is just more like this, you're this obsession with him. Who would you have picked would, if you if you could have either gotten Karpov or I my safety? What would you have picked or whatever? And he's like, well, then I would have lost. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't. That doesn't. That's that's not an answer. That's not an answer. (laughs) That is not an answer. Um, So that's happening, which is pretty great. Uh, So it's. Meanwhile, also he goes when the files go missing. He's trying to get leverage on fucking Lucinda. So he Mm -hmm. goes on uh, on Sykes. So he goes to head a security Mm -hmm. lady at her house because uh, she know she has evidence that Sykes blackmailed his way into making the head of legal hire him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hasn't given him that evidence. And he's, she's like, what I love is like, he keeps coming up with me and like, I don't know what your problem is, but like, 
you know, we have to work together or whatever. And she's like, motherfucker, I know what you did. I know you are a murderer. You are a horrible person. Like, she's, like, not – and it's fun, too, because she's not really being, like – she's not, like, confused. She's like, you piece of shit. Like, she's just mad about it, which I like. He keeps trying to – Charm this lady every time, and he yeah. keeps trying to get one over. Like, there's a point where he brings in his stepmom to go and do some interior decorating. For yeah, yeah, office. yeah. For Pete, for Pete, interesting yeah, move. Because yeah, she's putting, he's putting horny stepmom, which, who, who we know is going there to fuck rich guys, with the one dude who's dick no work. Yes, <laughs> and then, uh, and as and as he walks out and lets them do their thing and you know talk whatever, the head of security, she's like, "What's your stepmom I'm doing?" doing it? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What stepmom? I don't know. She's the interior decorator." <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, "Motherfucker, I know she's stepmom." She's so. I know. I know. I know this yeah, is what yeah. It's like when you, what, anytime you hear a Trump talk on the news and you're like, "I know you're full of shit, man. That's not true." Like it's that move. It's that move. Every well, time. she goes, "Okay, I didn't want." He says, "Like, okay, I didn't want to blow her anonymity, but I met her at AA because he's been pretending to go to A or whatever." And then she takes and the drink. They cut over it. She goes, you know, she, the, and the head of security's like, I don't. Uh, she doesn't look like she has the whole not drinking thing covered. And they go, so they cut to the office, and she's just in there, like pulling out of the fucking bottle. And he does like a full on like Ronnie Dangerfield <laughs> collar pull in that moment that made me laugh real hard. Uh, so yeah, so it doesn't work out for Sykes, but Sykes tells him, look, I'm gonna, I'm not leaving. I'm still gonna work here. Uh, I'm not going to be gunning for you. I don't expect you to gun for me. Yeah. But if you fucking come after me, I'll wipe the floor with you. Right? Exactly. Which is like, it's fun to have a, a nemesis for profit who isn't actively a nemesis, but is sort of like a quiet threat at any time. Mm-hmm. Could pop off at any moment. Mm-hmm. It's like they're uh, continually adding more layers of shit that he has to be concerned with, which is good. It's it's really good. So so right now, you know, Jim Profit, it's like, what, do you, what does he do now that he's got bested? I mean, it works out that he doesn't lose his job, but he is in trouble. Yeah, he's mad in trouble because the boss, is, uh, the head CEO guy comes to him because he was supposed to just so – I don't think – see, I didn't quite understand that moment. Yeah. He comes to him and says, if you had just purchased Waste Not Management like I told you to, none of this would have happened. But then you would have just been buying a – Company with a, a wild illegal business <laughs> by, from a murderer, right? So he was mm-hmm. there. He's like, it seemed like the only idea at the time. So, but so whatever, the CEO's pissed at him. Then there's a fucking great moment where she says, like, the head of security tell basically goes like, you know, fucking Carpos gonna have you killed, right? So enjoy looking over your shoulder. We go to the, we go to the jail. Carpos in a jail cell by himself. This uh, prison guard walks up and is like, so, uh, Mr. Carpos, do you need anything? He goes, oh yeah, actually, I I could. He goes, I'm still talking. He goes, I understand you know my friend Jim Prophet. Uh, he's actually friends with a lot of the prison guards here. He keeps us on sort of a stipend. And I was like, how the fuck like does he know Jim prison Prophet. guards that he's also <laughs> bribing? What is this man's world? Jim Prophet knows everybody. And he says to him, look, and the, the prison guard guy is like, I don't actually want you to not attack him. Like, go for it. Try to kill Prophet, please. Because if you do, all we have to do is bash in your skull. And then we get a giant cash payout from his estate. So, like, please, kill Jim Prophet. And that's when the prison guard knows, like, oh, fuck, I can't get a Prophet because mm-hmm. they'll kill me. And the next thing it cuts to is Prophet crossing the street and his car's coming at him all dangerous and shit. Uh, and it screeches to a halt right in front of him. You think, oh, this is like the mob coming for him. It's just this old no, lady. It's just some j- lady who's maybe a little drunk. He's jaywalking. Yeah, he's just jaywalking. And the lady says, the lady's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Are you okay? And he, like, tooks, does that, like, look to the camera. And he's like, 
I'm going to be just fine. <laughs> Fucking, I was like, so it's fun, too, because, yes, he got taken. He got beat, mm-hmm. right? The mom's got him over a barrel. He got beat by Sykes, all yes. the shit, but he's still profit. So even at the end, he's got a little, has to have a little moment of, like, yeah, you're not going to get me that easy. Like, I like that a lot. I, oh, man. I, Jim, 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 profit. I... I don't know what he's gonna, what's going to happen next with this show. I don't know. He's got he's got a lot of formidable opponents who, who, if they all teamed up together, they could probably take him out one way or another. He seems to he seems to be spread a little bit thin with taking care of Bobby, taking care of all these loose ends. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to do his job of being. He still has to run that. He has to do the job of the actual business, right? Also, At some point, this business. I think in the past, I don't know what the time frame is, has seen a slew of bad press. All right, starting with the baby, baby food, starting with beginning. poison, yeah, yeah, starting yeah. with working with mobsters, starting with like people dying. Mm-hmm. Like, like they got to be taking some type of like blow and some type of stocks or something. Publicly, you would <laughs> yeah. think for sure. Uh, the other thing that happened when he goes to th- he, so he goes to the head of security's house, who lives. In like a crab shack by the <laughs> river? I don't know. It's weird. There's some weird crab logo on the side of her building. I don't understand. But he goes there and he's like, I want, uh, you know, I need the proof about this blackmail or whatever. And she's not having it. And he's, he like, she keeps trying to close the door on him and be like, you know, the mom's going to kill you. Go fuck yourself. And she keeps grabbing the fucking door. And eventually he's like, you're going to fucking get me a paper or whatever. Like he gets like trying to be like physically intimidating. Yeah. And I like that she's like, please kick in this door. It just gives me the excuse to blow your head off. Just please do it. Because she is like former military police, former cops. She shouldn't yep. be like physically intimidated so i like that they did that moment like no oh please do i'll like i would have liked it for her to have a gun behind the door like for her to reveal that but Mm -hmm. otherwise i thought that was handled really well man it's it's yeah yeah she seems like to be the only person who she she seems just to be buying her time like it's like it's only a matter of time before you fuck up and like you can't be perfect all the way through so she's not She's not in a rush to take down Gia Prophet, but she's also not scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, so she's just calling out all the little things. Like, mm-hmm. like what is that? Like, why is your mom here? Yeah, like, yeah, why, yeah, why yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's calling uh, it all out. Some of the other terrible electro- uh, computer lingo in this episode, after the files disappear, Jim and the accountant are working on the computer, and he goes, undelete. And the guy says, says like, does something on the computer, and it comes up on the screen, undelete, not available. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? There's another where he's like, uh, he's, so uh, Karpov pulls Profit into the office and be like, so I understand we've got a problem. Let's threaten them, right? He throws mm-hmm. them through this, like, pushes them up against this glass door that breaks and shit. And uh, Prophet's like, it was Sykes. Don't you understand? You killed his best friend, uh, this guy. And he goes, oh, okay. I did kill that guy's best friend. Like, <laughs> this is casual. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I did kill that guy. Uh, and he tells him, he says to, uh, he goes, well, how did Sykes get his hands on my files if he was never here? And he goes, electronically. He's uploaded the virus or whatever. And the, bo- the Bob guy goes, electronically. Is that possible? You, you can do that. And he looks at the account, and the account's like, yeah, yeah. You, can, you, can yeah you can do that. <laughs> I, I, kudos to the mob dude for remembering all the people that he kills, you know? Like, he, he, he keeps a good several. Time. Yeah, and he's like, oh, your best friend, that guy, first, last name? Yeah, I remember that guy. The mom calls uh, Jim at the end of the episode and is like, you gotta get over here and fuck me. Do you understand somebody 
somebody sold me fake drugs this town so cheap blah 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 and he says sorry mom servicing you is the last thing on my mind tonight which is like right before they, we got the scene yeah. with the mob guy in the prison yeah Ugh, stop saying sor- sorry servicing, mom yeah. servicing you also nobody's trying to service you after you just injected a bunch of baby laxatives alright yeah. you, you gotta chill alright you gotta you yeah, drunk, yeah, yeah. You, gotta you, you need Gatorade and <laughs> baby wipes is Come what you on, need yeah. <laughs> oh shit uh, yeah so I like this episode, these two episodes I'm very curious as to where this show is going I like how they're stacking the deck against Jim Prophet. They're, they are introducing a ton of characters, but none of them are superfluous. Yeah. Like, Sykes feels like he's adding something to the show. Yeah. Bobby coming back feels like it adds to the show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, it adds I, flaws to Jim Prophet for yeah. sure. It, it definitely does, which is which is definitely needed because he's been getting away and setting people up. I mean, Jim Walters, that thing was crazy, but it's, like, yeah. it's nice to know that, like, hey, if somehow any of these things go through, and eventually uh, my man, my man's wife, who he kind of had the previous affair with, she's got to come back into the fray to like. Oh to yeah, she showed up briefly to, yeah. to like. Don't forget about me. So yeah. she's definitely and her and Pete's gonna become a thing. Mm-hmm. There's so many fucking threads out there that can get pulled at any minute that keeps the tension really fucking ratcheted up on this show. Yeah, it does. Uh, so yeah, I'm into it. Anything you want to plug? This will be out Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Oh, uh, Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday. This Friday and Saturday, I'll be at the Velve. Uh, opening for uh, Brad Wenzel. Uh, so come through, see those shows uh, at 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. both Friday and Saturday at the Velveeta Comedy Club. Come through. It'll be a fun time. That is super fun. You should definitely go to those shows. The Velve is the best. Uh, where am I? This will be on Thursday. So Thursday night, I will be at the... If you're in ATX, I'll be at the Brixton Comedy Hour, three-year anniversary. So that'll be fun. Uh Sunday, I'm judging a chili cook-off at the Liberty. I got a bunch of dates coming up, so go to my <laughs> website, check the dates. Just booked. This is a little ways out, but I'll be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati April 11th through the 14th. Something like that. Check the website. It'll be up there. Uh, but yeah, so I got a bunch of shows coming up. Check those out. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Do all that good stuff. Uh, give us a five-star review. Write a little review on iTunes. It really helps. And we will see you next week. Hell yeah. Oh.